All right, we're recording. Um, hello, this is episode three of a regular guys experiment, and my guest today is Jeremiah. What's up, Jeremiah? Good morning. Good evening. Good day. I know you better as Uncle Jay, but uh, so you're named after Jeremiah Johnson. So yes, Jeremiah Johnson. My mother thought Robert Redford was a good-looking man. He played Jeremiah Johnson in the movie, and I've never seen it. You've still never seen never, it. Three hours, and I've heard it's great, but I've never watched it. That's a tragedy. Um, actually, I was reading about it after I watched it because it was so good. That oh, was, really? Yeah, that he fought these wolves, and it was amazing. I know. I've heard he's a BA. It looked real as crap. But um, so I looked up, and he's it's loosely based on this guy called Liver Johnson or something. That's gross. And he was um, like. I don't want to spoil the movie for you, but okay. Well, I'll, the, I'll probably never watch it. Okay. Well, his wife is an is a Native American in the movie, and she dies. Well, Liver Johnson's wife was killed by Native Americans, and he went on to kill and eat their livers. That's why he was called Liver Johnson. There's no liver eating in the movie, but he he does go get some revenge. Hey, man, you know, do what you gotta do. Feel good about yourself. So you are a man of the Bible, a uh, man of faith. Yes, yes. Um, you're a preacher. Some would say. I call you a preacher. A, a lay minister. Lay meaning that you haven't been formally trained in a seminary. Gotcha. But you are ordained because yes. you marry people. I'm ordained because the elders of the church I attend laid their hands on me and, yes, ordained gotcha. me. And if if I'm ever married, you'll definitely be the man that marries me. I will. Me. Yes, you will. And uh, so have you ever thought about... Or, yes. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever thought about evolution? Oh, of course. What do you yeah. think about it? What do I think about? It? I think uh, there is no scientific evidence that a species becomes a completely other species, which is what evolution claims. Uh, so everything else is adaptation. I I agree. I, I I think that there can be small changes in a species over time. And there has been, yeah. but um, I definitely don't believe that um, all life came from a single-celled organism. Right. There's a reason there's no white people that live near the equator. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's one thing that evolution talks about is they believe that all life originated in Africa. Right. And The cradle of life, or civilization. Yeah, so why aren't we all black? Well, because we didn't need to, I, yeah. Because okay. we moved away. Yeah. Well, um, so of the Bible, what would you say is your, are you a very literal interpreter of the book of Genesis? Yes. You believe that the world was created in seven days? Yes. Do six you, days. Six days. Well, yeah, including the rest day, seven. Yes. Um, do you subscribe at all to the theory that there could have been periods of time between the seven days? Have you heard that theory? No, I mean, I've heard of the gap theory, which is basically takes place between Genesis 1-1 and 1-2, I think, or 1-2 and 1-3, where God created everything and then took a few million years off and then got back to the business of finishing it. I mean, I've heard it. I'm not saying I believe it. Yeah, um, I just... Why do you think it is that all colleges and universities... If you even talk about intelligent design, you're basically ostracized. You could lose your job if you don't have tenure and not be hired right. elsewhere. Have you ever have you ever heard of that? Well, I mean, I know that um, by and large, non-believers don't want to be held accountable for their sin uh, and answer to a higher power. So they shun everything that points in that direction. But I want to know, and I'm, I'm going to look into it if you don't know, but yeah. I figured you might be the guy that knows. I want to know how... 
how evolutionists took control of like the whole scientific field in academia and how I guess men of faith are even agnostic people that believe that intelligent design is a possibility, how all of them have been ostracized. How or why? I will. Let's see. Uh, I would say that since Satan is doing his work on this earth, you know, he's not in hell. I've never been there. Uh, since his fall from grace, uh, he's pretty much in control of the way things work around here. And so he manipulates people through their mind. Can you tell the story of Lucifer real quick? Just for if Yeah, he was an angel in heaven. And uh, some people say he was in charge of the music. Yeah. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. He was one of God's favorite angels. Uh, decided that uh, God was getting too much glory. He wanted a little bit of glory for himself. God cast him down to earth uh, to crawl on his belly and eat dirt, serpent. Uh, and then he reappears in the book of, uh, book of Genesis, chapter 1, deceiving folk. Have you, Eve in particular, have you talked um, with any Satanists in your life? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Depends on what you mean by Satanists. Like someone like people that, that would say, I'm a member of the Church of Satan? Yeah, someone that would Or people that subscribe to the ideals of Satanism, which, because, you know, the, I mean, they don't worship Satan, right? But, Satanists know, worship do, right? self. Some well, there are do, people right? that would say that, but the Church of Satan. They would call Satan, Satan their father. Yeah, the Church of Satan worships their self. I mean, that's what they're taught. That's, you know. They're taught if you feel good, do it, right? Right, yeah. Whatever yeah. feels good to you, do it. So there is no worshiping a, an, an external deity. And some people would say, you know, if, if I feel good, do it. That is how I should live my life as long as I'm not hurting anyone else, right? Yeah, I mean, well, if you're not hurting anybody else, I mean, I'm not going to stop anybody from doing it. If they want to... If they're not infringing on someone else's rights, then knock yourself out. But you wouldn't necessarily agree with that train of thought. That's I, not well, how you I don't think it's right. Pro- no, 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 not at all. It's not productive uh, in this life, and it's obviously not pleasing uh, to God. So, do you like you wouldn't have a drink? I've never seen you take a drink of alcohol in my life. Oh no! Do I believe that it's sin to drink? No, you don't. No, you just don't. Why? Because I have children, most of all. Well, actually, back up. Because I have an addictive personality. Okay. Just so, you know, it's gambling or drinking or whatever it is. If I was to do it, I, pro- I wouldn't control it. Or I wouldn't be able to control it. You don't think there's any way you would? Uh, I'm, no. I I definitely think you're strong enough. No, I mean, I'm not saying, I probably could have a drink or two and, yeah. and be fine. Yeah. Uh, especially now at my older age. Um, but it's not a, I don't know, it's it's... It's too dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you, you got to respect that. You know, with children, um, I wanted to set an example for my children and not give them a reason to say, well, you know, my dad, my dad, he's a Christian and he drinks, so I can handle it. Knowing my addictive gene that I have that came from my father, um, you know, it was, I didn't want to set them up for failure. Because maybe I could take a drink and be okay with it, or maybe heck, I could you know every couple of days take a drink, go out with the guys, take a drink, whatever, and control it. But because I know that that's fifty percent of my DNA is an extremely addictive person, which was my father, yeah. uh, there's a really good chance that I would pass that down to my you know children. I mean, I already know. I know Joshua was the same way. Yeah, Josh is. Um episode two of a regular guy's experiment and you did a bang up job with all of your kids your kids are some of the best kids i've ever met and i really 
I look at you as a father figure that I want to be like, but I'm definitely going to have a drink before I die again. I promise you that. <laughs> um, or maybe hit a joint once or twice. Um, well, you know, Martin Luther uh, had in his contract with the church that he was supposed to have so much, whatever it was, whatever his drink of choice was. I don't remember what it was. Uh, bourbon, maybe. Yeah. Or rum or something. Anyway, so they supplied him with the alcohol that he drank. The church did. Wow. Hmm. But, you know, he's also the guy that kind of helped lead the Reformation. Yeah. What, that, that's a good thing, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We say, be, yeah. Protestant Reformation, that, yeah. that's a net positive for the world. Yeah. Definitely for Christianity. But, um, so back to your father. Um, will you, can you tell me a little bit about your father? Um, he was my grandparents, or my grandmother got remarried. She'd been married when she was real young to an abusive guy. They, she had two kids with him. And then uh, they got divorced. He left or whatever it was. The guy was a drunk. He married. She married my grandfather, uh, Joshua Cleveland Mooney, and they had my father, Ronnie Cleveland Mooney. And he married my mother in 1970. I don't know, two maybe, something like that. My brother was born in 73, so they were married in 71 or 72. That messed me up for a minute. The way you said 1972, yeah. I was, I thought he's, I was like, uh, oh, that's just 1972. He was. Uh, he's a very charismatic person. Gotcha. Uh, and everybody likes him. Life Go of the figure. party type of guy. Uh, and also a womanizer. And uh, previously, I say previously a womanizer too. Uh, drug addict. And just a uh, general all-around shyster would be what my grandfather Adams would call him. Uh, guy gave his life to Christ in late 1998-ish. And got locked up in, let's see, 2003. The end of 2003, I believe, and has been locked up in prison uh, ever since. So, six, 16 years. Do you care to say what he what he's locked up for? No. Okay, I understand. Um, so, what a, what where's he at? Is he at Jefferson? He is in a private uh, military, not military, for a private prison in a couple of two and a half hours south of Macon, Georgia. Do you ever get to see him? I have not seen him since he's been moved to the new facility because I was under the belief. Uh, see, the last time I saw him. Joshua, my the nineteen year old who's in the Air Force, was when he was seventeen. The two weeks before he left for basic military training, we went to visit him in Macon before he got transferred. My father, and that's the last time we saw him. I was under the impression that within about six months he'd be getting out, and he's still not out. And so I'm kind of, I was kind of waiting, you know. But now at this point, they've moved him even further away. He's about, I don't know, it's four hours each way. I think to maybe. Macon. No, past Macon. He was in Macon. Oh, no, no, no. He was in Milledgeville. Now he's south of Macon. So okay. it's, I mean, it's a quite the drive. And it's, I talk to him twice a week on the phone. So does he have appeals? Uh, he went through his initial appeal, which is, you know, almost a mandatory one. Lost that because, uh, the lawyer that he had was a moron. Um, Lost that and has been doing other things kind of behind the scenes since then that aren't an official appeal and is in the process now of getting his habeas corpus together, which is basically a last-ditch effort. There's new evidence or there's some things that shouldn't have happened that did happen or didn't happen that should have happened in the court proceedings. And so because of A, B, and C, we believe we you know need a new trial. And gotcha. That's in the process of being done as we speak. Well, I hope he gets out. I don't think 
I don't think You'd human like beings him. belong. I, I bet I like you, yeah, but um, he's a good dude. I don't think human beings belong in cages unless unless they've killed someone. Really, right. I mean, it, it, it's got to be. It should be the most extreme. Like, I believe if you if you cheat on your taxes, if you can pay a little bit every month, you know, they should let you stay out. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you can't pay back a fine if you're not able to work. Yeah, you should basically have hurt someone very badly or killed them. Um. But, I mean, or stolen from someone, maybe. Uh, or definitely, because someone robbed me and I was pretty pissed. Um, <laughs> so, the I'm sure having someone that you love in prison, you've come a little bit familiar with the incarceration culture. Oh, yes. Of how, basically, you need money from the outside to live any kind of meaningful life. Right, any sort of decent, comfortable existence. Not yes. Not even comfortable. Yeah, you need some help, some source of income from the outside. Like the phone calls. Do you pay for the phone I calls? I pay for the phone calls. When he first got locked up, it was about almost $8 a 15-minute phone call, which is highway robbery. Right. Uh, now it's down to... I pay 55 bucks a month for unlimited talk. Yeah, Like right. Text, data, and I think it's about $2.40 a 15-minute phone call now. So basically what happened was... You know, the guards would come in because they pay them, you know, crap. Mm -hmm. And so they would come in. They would smuggle cell phones in, you know, uh, basically, uh, what are they, throwaway phones? You know, you yeah. use the minutes up and they're done. Virgin or, or you could even, you can up the minutes. They would, they would bring them in. They would sell them for $500, a phone that Whoa. they paid, Yes, a phone they paid $40 for, and they put 500 minutes on it for another, you know, 30 bucks or whatever it was. They would sell them for $500. And supplement their income as you know, adult babysitters. See, uh, and because of that, they, they realize, look, we can't stop the influx of cell phones. The only thing we can do is is basically use the the market capitalism, right? Yeah. And so they lowered the prices. So I mean, you're talking about 15 years ago, it was eight dollars. Eight dollars is you know a lot more than eight dollars is today. That's a lot of money. It yeah. was so much that I didn't. He wasn't able to call me as much as he probably wanted to, I know. And now he calls me twice a week, and it's five bucks. So so then you got commissary. I mean, do you help him out with I that? I do all? not. My, uh, my grandfather, before he passed away, made his new wife promise that she would give my father how much ever a month, $150 a month or whatever it is. And initially, she was doing that. And more recently, since she's blown through some money... Uh, she's not able to send him as much, although she's still sending him some. Yeah. So he's he he probably lives better than ninety five percent of the people that are he's in prison with. Yeah. Because he has money. So you know. But what do you think? Because you know, with the commissary being so expensive, I mean, I've heard like crazy stuff, like five or six yeah. bucks for a can of tuna. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Some eggs, you know, a honey bun be like four bucks. Right. Bag of chips. Stuff like that. That's just crazy. And you know, pe someone's getting rich off of yeah. people being in cages. Yeah, it would be, uh, oh, what's the, I can't think of the name of the company right now, but they run the majority of the privately owned prisons in the country. Yeah. And that's where he's, that's the people that are in charge of the prison that he's in. Would you be in favor of doing away with something like that? No. Private prisons? Here's the problem with private prisons that because they're a private institution, and they have to make money in order to exist because, mm -hmm. you know, they're making money for either themselves and or their investors. Uh, they have to have inmates. 
and and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing that if you would look, you'll probably find a lot of the people that own stocks in these in these private prisons, or even outright own a stake in them, more than just you know a stockholder, are people in the justice system, judges, like prosecutors, ju- prosecutors. Yeah, probably not many defense attorneys. So they're getting rich off of yeah. people being. So they or even I I saw a story not too long ago on the TV where a judge basically was having these petty criminals come in for, you know, not not serious crimes and he was sending them all away and they were all ending up in these certain prisons and he was getting kickbacks. <coughs> like like Was it know. Pennsylvania? I don't remember where it was at. There was a guy, this was years ago, I think it was uh, pre-2012 because... Oh, no, this was this was like within the last year or so. So it's this. still happening. Oh, yeah. Th- this guy was doing it with kids, like sending them to juveniles, the juvenile detention facilities right. that were privately owned. And one of the kids was like a high school wrestler on a roll. and Basically ruined his life. Yes, yeah. over some, I, I believe it was marijuana. And so he could get $500 kickback. Or and something. the kid ends up killing himself. And I watched a documentary and it shows this. The kid's mom is sitting there as this motherfucker. Um, I'm sorry, I know you don't like <laughs> strong language like that. As this guy is walking out of the courthouse after he's been sentenced and saying, my son killed himself because of you. you, yeah. you know, And you could just hear the sorrow in her voice because right. her kid's dead because he got locked up for some marijuana. So yeah. w- what's the solution there? I mean, how is it uh, not get rid of private the prisons? No, well, it's not. So here's the, here's the, from what I've seen, because my father's been in about eight different prisons in the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. two of which were private. Inmates in private prisons get treated way better than they do in state-run prisons, hmm. and it ain't even close. Oh. I mean, they actually in a lot of in the like where he's at now is the best place he's been in. He said they they yes sir and no sir him. I'm talking about the the guards. Mm-hmm. They like treat him like a human. They treat him with respect. Okay. So the problem's not because you go look at any industry. Privately run industries are always run better than government run industry. I don't care what it is. I don't care what the business is. The private sector does it better because they're doing it for profit, uh, and they have you know they actually care. The government yeah. doesn't care. They you know they're gonna get a paycheck regardless of what happens. Um, and so in that case, they get treated better. They're run better. They're more efficient. The problem is. Uh, Personally, the the laws and the judges that are putting these people behind bars for ridiculous sentences for stupid crimes, like marijuana. Would yeah, you agree with that. Yeah, anything yeah. under the uh, I don't know a pound probably sounds good. <laughs> should be able to have a pound of weed. You should be. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd be fine with that. Um, so, what about other things? I mean, I'm sure you're. We both know people um, that have struggled with drug other yeah. drugs. Um, would you be, would you be open to the idea of a form of legalization of those drugs, no. such as opiate clinics, as they've done in no, Portugal? No, gosh, I hate that. No, that whole idea, like, like go shoot up here or like methadone clinics. Yeah. So I see the need or the value, I guess, in a methadone clinic to a certain extent, but I also know people that have been to methadone clinics and they take the methadone and then they go sell the methadone as if it were heroin. Yeah. I'm not saying it was heroin, but because, you know, it gives a similar effect or whatever. Um, and then they're addicted to methadone. Yeah. You know, it's essentially a cleaner form of, uh, of, uh, heroin or whatever. Yeah. No, those hard drugs that cause people to kill other people when they can't get their hands on them. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think should be legal in okay. any way, shape, or form. I just don't. Okay. Not um, for the benefit of society. I don't think locking people up for you know the rest of their life is the answer. Yeah. Uh, take that money and spend it on you know maybe not education as much as um, rehab. You know, there's there's that drug and I don't know what it's called, but they use it over in uh, Europe and it's illegal in the United States. There's probably a reason it's illegal because it would work too well. But it basically they inject you with this substance and it's for opiates. Ibogaine. Is that yes? That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why is that not legal in the United States? That's a great question. Right. Um, because there's too much money to be made off of all the other crap I, that comes. I want to get use. back to the ibogaine, but real quick, something you said about um, you, you wouldn't be in favor of it. Um, have you heard about the results that Pol- Portugal has had no. though? What are um, they doing? Well, th- they have um, opiate clinics, and I haven't read the book yet. I'm going to read the book. It's called Chasing the Scream by um, Johan Hari, I think. And he talks, uh, he talks about a lot of stuff in this book. Um, but in, in particular, he talks about the um, clinics in Portugal. Right. You know, you can't leave with the drugs. You're injecting in a clean, safe, yes, environment, a, a clean right. safe environment with, I believe, a physician. I can't imagine they would do it without one. Yeah. Um, and many people, it, it, it's great results. Many people have lowered the dosage on their own over time. Like, there's no time limit you can it it's just basically unlimited you can come here as long as you want and inject and they lower their own doses gradually and they they quit getting clean and i really think that something has to do with that something has to there's a a degree of the psychological element to where it's like the government saying no you may not do this i really think that that adds to the desire oh yeah there's no doubt about that i mean it's 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 the whole sin formula you know, no. God says don't do it, and so man will say, what do you mean don't do it? I want to do it. No. You know, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What do you mean we shouldn't eat of the tree? Let's go eat of the tree. Why does he not want us to eat of the tree? So you would say that rather than having something to where it's legalizing it in a way, but not well, completely, yeah, but it's extremely you, you can't controlled. leave with it. I mean, that's the big yeah, thing. Yeah, extremely can, controlled. I yeah. mean, that's no different than a methanol clinic. You can leave with it. That's well, not at first. You can't. You no, have you to prove can. yourself. Okay. So after yeah, you've been there I know three people, months, yeah, I know people that have gotten methadone. After you've been there for a certain amount of time, then you're allowed to take your weekend doses home or whatever it is. But yeah, that. that I mean, I'm not totally against it. That's I, I, I am against the wholesale legalization of narcotics and opiates, just by and large. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's arguing for that. I definitely would never argue for that. I just. I want a way that people can get better without right. um, being locked in cages for something that they're doing to their own brain. Yeah. They're not hurting anyone. Um, but back to the Ibogaine, would you, um, I'm asking you this particularly because you're a man of faith, because um, I ran this by a couple of men older than you right. about this. Um, so a lot of people have gotten great um, great help with getting off of psychedelics yep. from this stuff called ayahuasca. You ever heard of that? No. They um, make it down in South America, and uh, it's, I believe it's extracted from a root, and they make this drink, and you drink it, and apparently... I have seen that. I saw that on... Um, Drug Inc.? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's where I <laughs> on first that, heard on about the, it. What's that channel? Vice. On, yeah. yeah, on Vice. Oh, no, no, no. See, I, well, I saw an episode, I think on Vice, where this dude goes around and basically is trying everything. Yeah. To get, you know, whatever people are getting high off of, he's going to go try it. Oh, that and that was, like a show I'd that was one of the things that uh, that he did. Um, so basically what happens is you start puking and 
defecating yourself uncontrollably. Yeah. And then, but apparently you have you leave your body pretty right. much like you have a out of your Super body trip. Yeah, yeah psychedelic experience and through it people they experience something and right. they overcome many of them overcome addiction would right. you be it's kind of like the ibogaine thing i mean you go on a trip like that's a right you 10 do or 12 trip. hour trip that's right you do trip with ibogaine yeah oh so you would be and in favor you, of psychedelics yeah, yeah. what Why about not? magic mushrooms uh for what micro dosing what are we talking about oh uh, yeah I was, that's exactly what i was about to say for um you know people you got Adderall out there, and I'm sorry if you're a person alive on this planet. You're yeah. doing Adderall. You're doing speed. Right. If you buy the generic version, it says amphetamine on the bottle. Like you're doing meth. You're doing right. medical grade meth. So con- congratulations, you're a meth head. Um, would you be in favor because people are using micro doses of psilocybin and getting a focused? Right. I, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily believe that it would give you energy because that hasn't been my experience with psilocybin. But, um, you know, get, you're getting some kind of cognitive benefit that helps right. you focus, yeah. achieve a goal, what I've do a task. Um, would you be in favor of something like that? Uh, I guess in a super controlled, yeah, I mean, I don't know that getting some dang mushrooms out of some cow poop in the, and just cleaning it up and eating it and <laughs> you deciding, here's the problem with microdosing, I guess, is figuring out what the microdose is because yeah. you get to a point where you went from micro to macro, and now you're just tripping. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, if you and take, the last thing we need is people just walking around or driving down the road tripping. I would definitely. Or I've been around too many people that took too much LSD and and did too many weird things. Care to elaborate on that? Uh, I can't. Well, I probably could say anything. Okay, so let's see. 1900 and I don't know, whenever it was. About seventh grade, this guy that lived across the street from me, uh, his name was uh, started with a D. Anyway, he had introduced us all to LSD and acid. You did it? Yeah, a bunch of times. Oh, man. Um, and I've seen people, you know, I've seen people lose their mind. Like a buddy of mine, Lou, uh, banging his head at 3 o'clock in the morning on the street, in the middle of the street, banging his head on the ground and ended up in the emergency room having... Um, Pieces of gravel pulled out of his forehead. Oh. And the neighbor came. It was a house party. The neighbor came out, and he told the neighbor in, like, this demonic voice he was going to take her to hell. And, I mean, he was, he was gone. I saw another guy uh, one night at a different house party. He, he had been hiding in the closet. He was tripping. Yeah. And, you know, took a little too much or whatever. And he comes out, and he had bitten, a, like, a huge chunk out of his lip. Like, he had been... Doing this to where yeah. there was a, basically a hole, you know, a dip, a divot in his lip where he had chewed a hole out of his lip. Yeah. Um, and several other, you know, I guess what you would call bad trips, you know, where people yeah. were, went on. I saw uh, a guy named Larry. We Those were camping out. Bad trips. We were camping out behind uh, the neighborhood in Lawrenceville I used to live in. And Larry, this, these guys from Brookwood High School, decided uh they were coming with another friend of mine because uh, he went to brookwood anyway they had a bunch of lsd and and they had taken three or four hits or whatever and they were out in the woods walking around losing their mind oh my gosh three or four yeah and larry decided <clears throat> in his own mind that they weren't in the woods you know tripping out that they were um plotting against us because see none of us knew, uh, my buddy 
knew them. None of the rest of us knew them. I've heard that before, people thinking that people... They're like, oh, you know, no, listen, no, they're out there. He's basically like gathering us together for, we're going to decide what's what's about to go down. <laughs> they're out there plotting against us, and they're going to get us. And the only way we can ensure that they don't get us yeah. is if we, we get, get them there. first. <laughs> Does anyone have firearms? No, but but that we did have so back in the you know at the fair little ring toss game uh, where you throw the ring little plastic rings on the top of a, a two liter bottle of you know yeah. there's a bunch of two liter bottles it's almost impossible. Well, the fair it hadn't been that long since the fair was in town, and so we had won two of these huge like Bowie knives or Bowie knives what are you gonna call them like huge knives you know sixteen inches long, and we had them down there because we were camping, and you know I'm like. I guess I'm 15, maybe at the time, 15 or probably 15. And Larry's like, give me the knife. And so I didn't give him mine. Actually, my buddy gave him the one he had. And uh, so they come back and, and Larry basically holds them up at knife point. Oh man. Yeah. Because they were, again, they were going to get us. Yeah. um, Except they weren't. Yeah. My dad um, said, told me a story about one of his friends. I think his name was, I don't want to say Ronnie because he's got a good friend. It definitely wasn't that Ronnie. But, um, okay, so Ronnie, he started wigging out on a bad trip at a party and um, got a shotgun and blew one of his friend's head off. Wow. Yeah, because he, he thought. And man, my dad knows a lot of guys that are now in prison for life for killing people that he knew. It's it's pretty wild. The 70s was real bad, I think, with the uh, LSD. Uh, definitely the late, the 60s. late 60s well yeah, yeah even especially about, i mean i've heard there's people still tripping from the 60s because they didn't know you know it takes a a very 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 minute amount of lsd to actually and it's transdermal do it can, what yeah it right you touch your, it and it'll yeah it can get soak in. into you so i mean if you if you I, so of course back to the microdosing. i don't know i mean if it works in my mind it's not much different than like you said adderall or anything else that's been that's been chemically you know, produced. Um, as long as you know, you ca- you kind of got to know what to expect or what the results are going to be. See, I probably wouldn't go so far as to um, argue for the legalization of um, of acid, but uh, or lysergic acid, thalamine. But I feel like mushrooms is one of those things. All right, you're you're a Christian. I'm a Christian. God made this planet. God made cows, the cows pooped, right. and the mushrooms just grew. We didn't, we right. don't have to and do sin, anything And to sin this. entered and said, hey, you should eat something out of that poop. You think it's sin to change your, con- but you don't think it's sin. I think it would to have to be alcohol. sin. Why the heck would somebody want to eat something out of poop in so their right mind? The poop makes it sin? <laughs> no, just the thought of eating something that's growing in poop is just evidence that you have a sin nature. Just hear me out. Um, <laughs> so you don't think it's a sin to have an alcoholic beverage? No, not at all. Okay, you think it? Do you think it's a sin to smoke a marijuana cigarette? Yes. Why is that? Because it does. It alters your thinking. Okay, so altering your consciousness. It basically takes control. Yeah, altering your consciousness. Yes. But alcohol does that. Yeah, and I think it's a sin if you drink to the point where you've of altered excess? your conscience. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's an important distinction yeah. to make. Is there anything? Um, is there a verse you can point me to that would state that? Which one? The in excess? Uh, I mean, I know well, there's a one, bunch of them. I know about one about the insects, but changing your consciousness. Uh, I mean, not off the top of my head, but I can probably find some. 
I want you to. I mean, basically, anytime you're not in control or the Holy Spirit's not in control, then some other spirit's in control, and that's okay. not pleasing to God. Let's do that. Um, but I'll definitely do that. You definitely do what? Find me a verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I, we definitely, we definitely don't agree on that because I just, I've found personal benefit in expanding my consciousness and changing my consciousness. I think that marijuana, in particularly, has allowed me to think deeper, think more emotional about certain things, deal with things that I couldn't without my consciousness being elevated, so to speak. Right. Um, like. I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but my oldest son does not speak very well. Right. He has what's called a praxis of speech. Yes. And uh, basically, his brain knows what it wants to say. His mouth just can't put it out right. right. This is something that when I, we first learned about it, when he's three, four years old, um, those two, two years in particular were probably the hardest years of my life. Yep. I was not dealing with that very well. I was... I was not able to process it in my brain correctly. And um, so I started doing other bad things, right. really bad things that I shouldn't have been doing just because I didn't want to think about it. Right, to escape reality. Yes, yes. And, um, and, I, and I did that. And um, it wasn't marijuana. I wasn't, do I wasn't smoking marijuana. But, um, you know, after I got my shit together, so to speak, right. um, I did smoke marijuana and it definitely I would I would just sit alone and think about my son and think about what I can do to be the best father I can for him to help him with this as much as possible. Right. And I I just honestly believe with all my heart that the marijuana helped me helped me with that. What are your thoughts? Uh on so I'm not saying that it didn't calm your brain down to be able to do that. What I am saying is I don't think that the marijuana was necessary in calming your brain down to do that. I think there's other ways that you could have done it. Okay. Whether it's meditation or you know reading the word or prayer or getting in a dark room with a black cat and and closing the door or you know whatever. Um, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm not saying that it didn't work. I'm not saying that it don't work. Yeah. Uh, all things are lawful, right? But all things aren't profitable. Just because even even in the we talk about it, you go to California, you know, or Colorado, I guess California now too. Weeds or legal, Oregon or Washington, or Washington or, or, yeah, weeds legal. Because it's legal does not make it profitable. Personally, but if people feel that they've gotten benefit from it, I mean, I I truly believe I've gotten benefit from it. Maybe I could have done another way, but I just got there real quick. I mean, I didn't deal with it at yeah, yeah, night, yeah. obviously. No, I understand but what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. But it's self-medication. Yeah, so do you... And I would rather do something like that because I was recommended SSRIs, you know, right. like an, an antidepressant. Serotonin yeah, uptake uh, inhibitor. Right? Yes, ser selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Yeah. Um, I was recommended things like that, anti-anxiety medication, and I just didn't want to go down that road of, okay, I'm I can't deal with my... I can't deal with these things, so now I get up in this morning. Instead of taking this vitamin, I take this pill right. that the doctor says is good for me, that someone made money selling to him, that right. he's making money selling to me. You know, um, Do you think it's at all possible, being a man of faith, that 
God knew what he was doing when he made that I know God knows planter. what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> I know that for okay. a fact. That God made Do that. Do I think that the cannabis made... plant is, is profitable for mankind? Yeah. Probably the most profitable for mankind plant that's ever existed. Yes. That well, don't mean you have to smoke it, but there are thousands of uses for it that are... if I eat are, it? Well, so here's the... It's the, <laughs> it's the THC and the CBD. Yeah. The THC is what makes you high. Yeah. Uh, which there, and not saying there's not benefits to it, and and I've read a bunch of stuff benefits with between the interaction of THC and CBD, um, but the CBD seems to have more of a benefit to our bodies because we have you know ca- uh, cannabinoid receptors in our body mm-hmm. that are literally when we were created they were put there, and the only thing that pleases them is cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, there's CBD, CBA, CB, whatever other ones there are, and THC. They're all cannabinoids. Yeah. And they all go to certain receptors in different parts of our body, have different type of receptors uh, that are, you know, receptive to whether it's THC or CBD or CBDA or, you know, there's a, I think, I don't want to misquote here. There's a bunch of different CBDs. Yes. Yes. Not just the one that, you know, we all talk about. The, the bottom line for me, or I guess at the end of the day, is that if it's altering your state of mind, mm-hmm. then God's no longer in control. But a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor would be altering your mind, would it not? I guess in some way it is. Oh, no, it is. But I mean, we're, we're, we know what it's like to be high. Yeah. Right? It, there's a difference between being high and I, I feel more calm. But people take a Xanax and get more calm. Would you say that yeah, that is a positive thing? Xanax is probably not a uh, good thing to be taking. Yeah. I know somebody that they took give it to people for anxiety, three Xanax right? one time and then tried to pay for his uh, blockbuster movie. with It was $3. Yeah. And he gave the lady $300 bills. Wow. And uh, so it didn't work out too good for him. So, you, so you're anti... So would you be... I'm not anti-SSRIs. Or I mean, I I know that you know, and you know, my own familial know, experience. It sounds to me like that you there are people that have chemical imbalances in their brain or mm-hmm. in the rest of their body, and they need help with that. Um, and a lot of times, those medications do help that. I would much rather someone take a pill or or even smoke a joint than kill themselves. Oh, absolutely. You know? But you, I mean, you just said that you think you don't think you should smoke weed, but. You're, you'd be in favor of... No, I don't care if other people do. I think it should be absolutely 100% legal. Yes, I just don't know why you think that it's wrong. Well, I just told you, because it alter, because God's yeah. no longer in control. I know. It's, it's the simple the gist of it. Because I know what it's like to be high. Okay. And, you know, and, I, and it's not... That's not me, you know. It's not the you? Whole, no. How is it not you? Because you're not in your right state of mind. It's you. You're just your brain is a little differently. Well, and I mean, it's you're, di- just, yeah, it's you're, you're calmer. You're you're more I, you're relaxed. under the. You might uh, be nicer. You, mo- farm, you might what is be. The, a, what is the a, Greek word? Pharm- pharmakeia, I believe. Yeah, but look, you believe that God made cannabis. I mean, you, you believe God made cannabis. Yeah. You, you believe God made our body with these cannabinoid receptors. I know receptors. He did. You don't think there's any way that He <clears throat> could have made it so that we could use it? Oh, no, I think he did make it so we can use it. Our bodies are made to use it. But you just don't think, you think there's also this amazing Well, like the benefit. weed that's out there now and yeah. the weed that that we smoked in the late 1980s, ain't yeah. the same weed. The weed out now is better. Yeah, it, it's, it's been, man's messed with it 
And now the THC content is, you know, 30% instead of 10% or whatever it, it used to be. That is the, that is what it would be naturally have grown in the proper conditions. They were growing no. Mexican no. brickweed the back in the The proper conditions are not in your basement in a hydroponic system. What's wrong with growing a plant more effectively? I mean, that, that's well, the right way to it grow it. It depends on effectively. So what's the word there, effectively? What do I mean, you mean you're more, getting more, more effectively yield. means that you get more you're, high. You're getting more yield. I mean, just look at the plants that grow out in the desert in Mexico and look at the plants that grow in the hydroponic. Yeah, um, but I mean, what you're saying more effectively means that, more. The plant looks it healthier. It literally means more THC. Yeah, it, it naturally produces right. it. You're not, it's not cocaine. You're not putting gas on no, it. No, yeah, I agree. The, I mean, yeah, it's naturally produced and... Man but, but why would that be a negative thing that they grew it better? It's, well, I'm just saying it's it's a, because it's, it's a plant you that you're farming. But it's also you. What happens do, when the when we reach you know THC levels of fifty percent? I think they peaked. And people I mean, are. I mean, you know, they do have things like dabs out of their gourd. And have camp. you heard of dabs? Yes. Okay. Well, I would never. I don't think I would ever mess with that. That's like ninety eight percent. I'm scared yeah. of that stuff. But I mean, that's the peak, right? I mean, it can't go anywhere else. Well, you can't go. They're above gonna start 100. shooting it. <laughs> Are they going to start oh, shooting? They probably will if they figure out if a way. If someone can, will. they will. Somehow shoot it if they can. Anyway, just for me, it comes down to altering you not being in control. I and, and doing, you know, not necessarily. I mean, I've been around plenty of high people and been high and, and didn't really do stupid stuff. May have acted stupid and said stupid things. Um, but it's a, it literally comes back to a control thing. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Would you say you're old school? In what sense? I'm old school in a lot of things. You're old school in every way, man. That's one of the things I love about you is you're one of the most old school dudes I know. All right, well, since... I wouldn't say I'm old school in the sense that I... I mean, I got. I said this in... I mean, I, I would tell anybody I think that cannabis should be legal. And if you want to smoke it, you I think... You did tell anybody. Yeah, I did. And I uh, think you should be able to smoke it if you want to. Thank you. Uh, in that sense, I'm a libertarian. That you know what, if it's not hurting me, then so be it. It's your life, go live it. All right, um, silent majority interviewing guy that I am. Let me just let's just shift into politics. Why not? All right. I love talking about politics. With Democrats you. are all evil. <laughs> no, did I say that? No, yeah. Um, so what? A, what about? Um, what about every Democrat running on? basically some form of gun control. What do you feel about that? I think that uh, they, they, by and large, think the American people are ignorant, and there's probably a lot of truth to that. Uh, and so they can run on these stupid platforms because most people are stupid. Most people are stupid. Um, <laughs> Not gotcha. stupid, ignorant. I mean, there's definitely a lot they of They had the capacity to learn. No. They just don't. There's definitely a lot of people that are ignorant about guns and... Um, I mean, I don't understand the argument that um, most, most um, they want assault weapons bans. Most of the Democrats are preaching assault Every weapons Every weapon's bans. an assault weapon. I mean, right? Because I can That's assault you with it. I can assault you with a knife, I'll right? assault you with that phone right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's an assault iPhone. But, you know, the big talk of the reason that they want gun control is because of mass shootings, but yet mm. most mass shootings are committed by handguns. But they're going right. for the assault weapons. They, they want gun control because they want control. And if they can, if the government can control its uh, the guns and, and take them away from the people, then they can control the people, and then the people can't do anything about it when the government becomes tyrannical. Then they can control our speech, right? They can control everything. Yeah. Go read nineteen eighty four. Oh yeah, I've, I've I've been. I mean, it, um, we're living it. Yeah, no, no doubt. And um, open the door, son. 
Hey son, didn't we talk about this? I said that I was I said I was gonna record this podcast and you weren't gonna bother me. I'll be in there in a month, son. Love you. Right. Yeah, the government wants to control its right. So, do you believe that it stops there, though? That if Donald Trump doesn't get reelected, if one of these Democrats get in, if Donald Trump's going to be reelected. I guarantee it. You get how there could is you zero, say that? There is zero chance that Donald Trump will get reelected. How could you say because that? I'm living Jay. in this world right now, and regardless know, of if Trump is, I know you're not superstitious. Knock on that wood, man. Yeah. If uh, if the president gets a lot of credit, too much credit for when things go bad or good, you know, good or bad, whatever. So in this case, uh, the economy is better than it's ever been. I mean, things no are doubt. just moving right along, and America's a great place to be right now. And Donald Trump's getting a lot of that credit, and because of that, he will be reelected, and it probably will end up looking like about Ronald Reagan in nineteen eighty four. When he wiped the floor with Walter Mondale. That's a crazy map. That is an insane yeah. map. Um, but I just, but you know he's the most hated president of all time. But uh, like they well, are, I know they he is by the people that didn't vote for him. They have been for his throat since day one. Yeah, I think that, that those people are a very large, excuse me, very small uh, percentage of people in this country. They're the ones with the biggest mouth, but, but I don't the, think there's that many of them. I say we because, um, I mean, I definitely... I, I got to tell you, I voted for Obama in 2012. Right, I'm, a, um, I'm ashamed of you. But, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted to see a black president. No, I wanted legal weed. I really thought he was going to do it. Oh um, no, I'm. T- have we not went over? I'll tell you who's going to legalize weed federally. It's going to be Donald Trump. It might be Andrew. And Yang. he's going to do no, it. No, it might be Andrew Yang. You better watch Listen, out. He's uh, he said out. He said out. What's going to happen? Before the next election, I don't know, three months, maybe six months. He'll have to do it second term. Donald Trump, no, no, he's going to do it before the election. If he was smart, he would. He's going to lift the federal ban on marijuana and just get rid of it and say it's up to the states. I I guarantee you it's going to happen. I wish you were right. Because you know what? I know you're not a gambling man, but I want to put money on I would love to gamble that. Because he's a smart man, and he knows right now, and he knows that it's gonna put it on the table. I can't do that publicly. (laughs) I'll gamble with you after the podcast. (laughs) Deal. (laughs) I definitely hope you're right about that. But um, it you better you better watch out for Andrew Yang. It might be him. I don't know who that is. You never heard of Andrew Yang? No. Well, he's running for the Democrats, and I think he's at like five percent right now. I don't know how Bernie Sanders is ahead of him, but um, because he's got a name. He Andrew Yang just. He really seemed. He's for universal basic income. Have you, are you? Have you heard about this? I heard. It's yeah. It sounds like socialism. It definitely sounds like socialism. But um, I mean, are I'm worried about it. Are you at all worried about the so-called um, new industrial revolution, the technological takeover, the jobs that are going to be lost to AI in the next you 10, know, listen, twelve? <clears throat> jobs are going to be lost. Since the Industrial Revolution story. When they made the printing In the 1800s. Yeah. Right? Or 1700s, whenever it was. Yeah, jobs are going to be lost. I work at AT AT&T. In 1983, the old-timers said, oh, no, copper's going to be gone in five years. Yeah. There's not going to be any copper. We're all going to be out of jobs. Guess what's out there right now? Copper. 35 years later. Copper. It's everywhere. Right now, we're placing fiber everywhere. Fiber's going to take everybody's jobs. It just doesn't happen. It's, It's scare tactics that just does not happen. Ever, I gotcha. You know, you may have to adapt and change it in your industry, whatever it is. I don't want to to something else, or get left behind. But you're not going to be without a job. 
AI is not going to take everybody's job. Well, um, somebody has to be in charge of killing the AI bots when they try to, you know, get too powerful. I know from from um, from what I just said that he's for universal basic income. The dude sounds radical, but the dude is not radical. He's very down to earth, common sense. He sounds like a fuck. He sounds like a human being. Yeah, you that's know, the he, problem. Yeah, he's universal not, basic. He doesn't income sound like is a politician. The stupidest thing I've ever heard Trump of. Trump is gonna have to watch out for him because I don't think he is. I, I think he's already been reelected. You think he's gonna mop the floor with him? Yeah, I do, dude. I, I'm glad you're. Well, so, listen, now here's the thing. Really, it won't be Mondale Reagan '84 because that was. But I mean, he lost the popular but, vote last time. Yeah, and and then uh, I think the last. And if he doesn't win, like, George three W. Bush states, lost the popular popular if vote. If he too. doesn't win Florida, that's it. Right? Oh no, he'll win Florida. You think so? Yeah, okay. I think he's going. Yeah, there's no doubt. I'm not worried about it at all. I mean, I'm gonna go out and vote for him. Yeah, me too. I, but I'm not worried about it. Uh, but even then, we'll get four more years of Trump. It won't be long. In the next twenty years, we'll essentially be a socialist. You, you, yeah, because people, be? yes, we will, because people are lazy, and they don't want to work, and they don't want to think, and socialism if, sounds really good for them. Even oh, if Trump's president, we're going to be socialist? Well, we're going to get four years of some more oh, good stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha. And it, this is the problem with when things go really good. They think, oh, well, if things are so good, you know what? We could probably have a little socialism. Look how good everybody's doing. Let's yeah. have universal basic income. Everybody's making a bunch of money. And then it works for two years or, or even four years. And then eventually the producers in this country realize that the takers in this country are taking what they're producing and they quit producing. Yeah. Because I ain't working for you. I'm working for me and my family. I heard that. Um, I heard that. So I know that you are, you make good money, but let, you're not making. It's a living wage. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> you're not making, let's say, a quarter of a million no. a year. Okay, um, would you, as someone like me, living in the middle class, trying to fight your way into the next tax bracket, let's say, would you, are you at all bothered by, I know you probably pay an unhealthy amount in taxes. Actually, I don't. You don't? No. How's that? I'm in the 12% tax bracket. And you're cool with that? Well, I mean, it's more than I want to pay, but it's not. Okay. I mean, after, so I made whatever well, I made still, last year. You paid that much. Let's say Amazon paid zero They last paid year. zero, yeah. Something needs right. to be done about that. For sure. Yeah. And that little Bezos, God, I could just pop his head. <laughs> Why? I just don't like the way he looks. Uh, dude, he's, Jeff Bezos. We paid is, what we were Jeff required to Bezos pay. Jeff Bezos is the best. Success story in the ever history in the history of, of capitalism. Yes. He looked like a nerd. What 150 billion or something? He look, yeah, he looked like a. I think that's 174. Right, it probably goes up every day. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's insane. But you know he's about to lose half because he decided to step out on the misses. Oh yeah, no, he is. I don't know if it's half, but still, okay, I'll take 80 billion. She better get half. <laughs> I mean, she, anyway, but, yeah, um, they should be paying something. They're getting they, it, which the laws are in place. They're not breaking the law. That's so then the law though, needs to be changed. That's something, though, that I don't hear Republicans talking about that could lead someone to right. a Democratic candidate. I no, mean, heck, but right that, now, what are Republicans talking about? The only thing they can't talk about, because ever since Trump took office, 
They've been uh, he's been attacked and they've been on the defensive. I mean now that he's, he's attacked, I mean now it's attacked like, every single day. Everybody has to believe the Mueller report, and then the report comes out, and then it's we don't believe the Mueller report. <laughs> it's like that's exactly mind. what happens. Like basically, if you don't believe, if you don't accept these findings, right. you're you're un American. Right. You're, you're, you're treasonous. And now we, we do not Mueller's accept Mueller's been bought out, and Barr's been bought out. I mean, yeah, that they, they you, just can't accept defeat. You hit that right on the nose. Um, because Hillary, because, I mean, they screwed over Bernie Sanders in the primaries. They jacked him. Yeah. They jacked he him. He should have been the nominee. He might be president if he was the nominee. I'm glad. Yeah, so you, you better be glad they screwed him. Yeah. I, I'll take a Hillary over a Bernie. Anyway. I don't know about that. I, He's he's a moron, but I think she's he's evil. relatively honest. You think yeah, she's, she's evil? evil. She's, she's just evil to the core. She's evil. Man, I got this. I had to buy it. It's a documentary from like the nineties. You can tell all of it was recorded on film. The new Clinton Chronicles. Oh no, I haven't heard of it. I'm gonna let you borrow it, man. You gotta watch it. But if even one thing in this documentary is true, they're monsters. And oh no, they're monsters. There's, they've had people murdered. There, I have there zero doubt in my mind. Allegedly. Let's not get sued. Um, oh, yeah. But um, they allegedly have had people murdered. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. It's real. Like, it's disturbing. Yeah. But I'd, I still would take her because she's more moderate. Yeah. They, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess she is. But the Democratic Party as a whole has made this huge shift to the left. And it's running. You know, Cory Booker's day. out there talking about reparations. Would you ever vote for a libertarian? Would I vote for a libertarian? Yeah. I, I have voted for libertarians. Who'd you vote for? I vote for every libertarian that's on the ballot that's not running for president. So you wouldn't vote for the presidential libertarian, No, because right? the state of the politics that we're in right now, it's, you know, it's as bad as it is, you're throwing your vote people, away. People say that that's preposterous. Unless you can but collectively, is, right? you know, that's true. unless there was like American... We have conservative collusion, yeah, and we're all going to vote for this guy. But heck, the last the last go around, whoever the libertarians put up was a goon. Uh, John McAfee was that? No, I don't think that was that. His he name? he got the second place. Yeah, I don't even know who got the. But yes, yeah, so I vote Johnson. for every libertarian that Gary I can. Gary Johnson. Yeah, I think you don't was. like Gary Johnson. No, I think he's a dork. He was republic. He was the governor of um, New Mexico for eight years, and he did a lot of good stuff for New Mexico. Okay, my son lives in New Mexico. I almost voted for Gary Johnson. <laughs> he needs to do some more good stuff. You went there, right? Yeah, What'd it's a think? beautiful place. Would you ever move there? No, Why? I cannot you like stand grass? the desert. Yeah, because you like grass. I want yeah. trees and grass. But what about that heat? Is that heat? Okay, more so when we went animal? last summer, it was 105 degrees outside, and I'm not lying to you when I say 92 degrees in Georgia in the middle of July is feels hotter than 105 in New Mexico. I believe that. Because the humidity makes such a huge... I mean, it's completely dry. Matter of fact, we went swimming. It's a, over 100 degrees. We got When you get out of the swimming pool, because there's no moisture holding the heat in the air around you, yeah. you immediately start getting cold. Wow. I want to experience that. I've never been out west. i got to get there. Um, all right, man. I know you got to run, but uh, thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, we got to do this again. I could. You're one of the guys I could literally talk to forever. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. I was hoping we'd go another two hours. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> no. next, next time we will. Yeah, no, that was good. I enjoyed it. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you. I love you. Thank you for love coming. Love you. Podcast out. All right, podcast out.